The end of time. A new beginning. An era of change. The wickedness. Washed away. Oh, I really don't know about that last one. Uh, definitely still gonna advise some listener discretion here. in those who don't identify as such. This is Juggalo Judgment, where two friends take time out of their busy schedules to sit down, listen to, and analyze music of the Juggalo variety. You're joined by your hosts, Mike and Shmeev. <sighs> I really like that I can just kind of like give you this look, and you'll be really worried to start the intro. <laughs> I also intro really like me. that I can just hover my mouse over start recording, and you'll stop yourself <laughs> mid-sense. <laughs> it's like a bailiff, like, <laughs> at, at court. Um, if you are joining us for the first time, welcome. A, it's an interesting place to start, but there might be a specific reason for that, and that's just fine. And if you're a returning listener, thank you for continuing with this journey that we are on. Welcome back. Uh, so, yeah, we just had the end. Yeah. It's all over. Yep. There's, there's nothing, we're just here because, uh, I want to check in on y'all. Yeah, yeah, we had the, we had the Wraith, he showed up. And uh, he, he grabbed your hand and he was like, hey, paradise, Shangri-La, boom. Um, g- God. <laughs> <laughs> the carnival is God! <laughs> and everyone was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> um, but before we get into our, uh, into our topic for today, um, y'all will remember that um, two episodes ago we had a Q&A. We did. Um, and We had uh, many Qs that we had A's for. Yes. And we actually received a late entry. And by late entry, I mean three weeks after we recorded. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh, you want me uh, to? You uh, like reading. Oh, well, I was going to let you. No, that's but, not good. No, oh, you like reading. Okay. Our, our homie. The homie Jiggles. The homie Jiggles. It's not just up. It's just not our homie. It's not like Blaze, you dead homie. Nah, he this is, is the, the homie. The homie. Jiggles. Jiggles. Hit us up. Um, and, uh, we already spoke with him about this, asking if it was okay to talk about it, and he said it was cool. So, he writes, Hey, Mike and Shmeev, wanted to email you guys before your Wraith episode, but, well, I didn't. Anyway, as somebody who identified as a Juggalo when the Wraith first came out, it was really exciting. The hype, anticipation, questions, speculation, it was also intense. I had just discovered the online forums earlier that year, and I was all over that shit. Honestly, I was not surprised upon hearing the unveiling. I was surprised that they came out and stated so bluntly. But it all made sense to me. The carnival, the pendulum, the butterfly, Dark Lotus. All of it. I was deep into the juggalo mythology. I didn't wait ten years for the sixth, though. I jumped on the wagon in 1999, but by 2002 I was definitely all in. I don't remember any backlash from the unveiling, not until years later I saw people talking shit online. At the time, it was all clown love. On the other hand, I didn't know many other juggalos. They were out there, but I wasn't. I have a touch of social anxiety. Actually, a big, gross, groby back rub of social anxiety. Very much not outgoing. I've got one juggalo friend. We've been friends since 2000. He's not very social either. What was my point? Oh, yeah. (laughs) As As if he's the one actually, like, speaking this. Yeah. From Hatcher Rising Tour in 2000 through Mansmith and Mutant Tour in 2005 were a great time to be a juggalo, for me, anyway. In 2008, I became friends with some local horrorcore rappers and went to several shows. Through all that time, I always leaned on the Wraith as the cornerstone of the subculture. 
After 2010, I stopped paying as much attention to ICP and Juggalo stuff. I still bought most new psychopathic releases and kept up with Fago lovers, but I stayed out of the forums and stopped going to shows. It was a combination of the culture shifting and my life evolving. In 2017, I started being really active in the Instagram Juggalo community, and I renewed my collecting mission. Thanks to Brandon Ward's 20 in 17 podcast, and then Dim Carnival, ICP again became the focus my ADD slash OCD brain. Still, always looking back to the Wraith as my North Star. Then things start, just started not feeling right. The gang thing, ICP versus Twisted, Trump, online haters and trolls, conspiracy theorists, the Juggalo show, the Mandela effect, pedophile apologizers, flip the rat. It was weighing heavy on my soul. Uh, he also lists a link to a uh, WordPress blog that he did, so we can put that in our uh, description if y'all would like to check yeah, it out. Yeah. I listen some posts. It's pretty cool. Uh, I listened to the Juggalo show with Jump Steady and Violent J. They were just talking about all these stupid conspiracy theories. They were serious, not being funny. I was embarrassed to be listening to it. I listened to Hawking from Flip the Rat and wanted to throw up. Violent J's Instagram post about Michael Jackson. Uh, it's a song on... Yeah, I mean, I, I figured that. I'd... We'll get there in a couple years. <laughs> uh... Violent J's Instagram post defending Michael Jackson was the last straw. That was April last year. I've only listened to ICP maybe a dozen times since, and I have not spent a dime on any of their merch either. Ironically, I started listening to your podcast that last summer, and I really enjoyed it. I certainly did not consider myself a juggalo anymore. It's actually been a long time since I was really comfortable with that label. I do still like the music, but I've only listened to pre-Wraith ICP. The race still has a special place in my heart, but it's hard to feel good about ICP lately. Being a fan of juggalo music and being a liberal-leaning, compassionate human... It's a difficult balancing act. So that's a that was a lot to take in. Oh yeah. Um, and because of that, and we wanted to acknowledge it on the show, we asked again for his uh, for for his blessing that we spoke about it. Yes. Um, and he did give us that. Um, in, in most in most cases, whenever we like, if somebody sends something, in, it's like we asked for things, so they're obviously sending it in. They know that we're going to read it, but if it's like. Whenever it's super, more personal on that personal. level, I'm gonna. I, I want to make sure. Yeah. Um, and uh, he did respond to us, and uh, want to read a bit of that as well. Um, when we asked, he said, "I guess it's just a, uh, It's really just a matter of reconciling the content of music you've loved since you were young in your worldview and moral code as a responsible adult." Jim Lindbergh from Pennywise wrote about this in his book, Punk Rock Dad, being a punk and saying fuck authority, then becoming a parent, teaching your kids to respect authority. <laughs> Watch the other F-word documentary. As you guys know, it's hard to justify liking music that has so much homophobia, female objectification, and other problematic issues. Sounds like a heavy conversation. For real. Uh, I will say, that's it's it's an interesting one. I do want to actually have a look at that uh, Punk Rock Dad book because mm. of that. And this, the other F word documentary, I'm, I'm interested. I didn't, I didn't take a lot of time to look into stuff because it was, it was fairly recent that this came to us anyway. Oh yeah. That, but, uh, that, I do, I do want to take like a yesterday. look at that. Uh, but the whole thing about, uh, teaching kids to respect authority after, you know, all of that. I mean, I feel like there's obviously different kinds of authority and different kinds of respect for that when it mm -hmm. comes to respecting the power that they have over you and recognizing, you know, what that means for you and respecting them as, you know, kowtowing to them at all times. Mm -hmm. Two very different things. But uh, yeah, getting getting your kids on, on that stuff, ugh, it's rough. I feel like the best possible option that people have is to teach your kids to be compassionate human beings and care for people. <laughs> the rest tends to follow well. And it is interesting. Um, I mean, I was under the impression that he was like, 
full on juggalo and everything, and he says that he's not anymore. And oh, yeah, he ran like the uh, the blog that he posted was Hatchet History, which yeah. is a lot about you know ICP and the juggalo community and stuff, and just. But what I th- what I find is interesting is for people who are fans of this music, it's it's almost like you don't have a middle ground. Either you like them or you don't. And by like them, I mean you will eat, like, all that shit <laughs> up. Like, you don't pass up, you know, music. You're not just... Like, you have the people, like, prior to us doing this, you were familiar with some songs. Yeah. And that was, like, your... They're like, I'm okay with this. Mm-hmm. Okay. And... Reflecting back on on the message from uh, from Chris, um, who asked if you identify more as a juggalo, you're like, no, <laughs> like, like I I think that in this time, like you still like liked songs as this has gone on, but it's not something that you're just like, oh, I'm fucking dedicated to this, and I think that there's a lot of people in the juggalo community who are like gatekeeping because of that, um. Which is fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. But it's like, oh, well, you don't like our music. Okay, well, then fuck off. Oh, you think you like the music? Well, do you know this, 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 all yeah. this fucking shit? And that's fucking dumb. I mean, I think like, it's, it's because uh, of that I had to, like, do a lot of looking up whenever I was younger and being like, okay, well, this is why this happened. And then this came out and this came out. Mm-hmm. And that's because, you know, they made this record or anything like that. And it, it just made me have to wise up. Not yeah. that I was, like, going to shows like that early on or even knew people uh, in person who, who were about that. It was just so I didn't look like a fucking moron online, <laughs> which calls into his thing, like, with the trolls and whatnot online. Like, yeah. people are fucking savage because of the anonymity. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of that that goes on in, uh, like, fandoms in general. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, there's gatekeeping no matter what you're talking about. As 50 Cent once said in his song, If I Can't, I am what I am. You can like it or love it. Mm. That's a like that's literally like a big thing that people say in music and even ICP does that, you know. Yeah. This for the one for the for the ones who've been down since Dog Beats. Fuck that. Since, since Basic Cuts, motherfucker. Um, <laughs> and it's like, oh, excuse me. you know, like people aren't just aren't going to like everything that you put out. And that's just a that's the way it is. Right. And like, maybe some people do, but just as much, there may be some people who just say that they do because that's the onus that you put on them to be in your fucking phantom. Right. <laughs> but like, but, but I don't have any, like, I don't have malice towards the people who you know are like casual listeners or anything i get annoyed when there's people that will berate me about liking it (laughs) because i'm just because i'm just so fucking over it at this point but like if if you if you like this stuff okay fine now to to bring up the last point that was said about like how, how you can justify Liking music that has so many problematic elements, which is something your beliefs yeah, with which that, is, yeah. which is something that you know we've talked about at length <laughs> multiple times here. There, it, it comes into question of again being able to separate the art from the artist. Not necessarily the art from the artist, but the fact that what's being said in the music is not a 
necessarily like a prerequisite or a guideline of what you also should be doing. Like ICP at their core saying, we're giving you guidelines on how to be a better person. Okay, why are you talking about (laughs) murdering? Guess what? If we're talking about Christian Bible, what's one of the Ten Commandments? Thou shalt not kill. So you're killing a bad person, like, it's, it's a weird justification. But also, like, again, the female objectification, uh, the rampant cases of homophobia in there. Like, mm. because it's being said there, it is not a prerequisite for you to do the same. Yeah, and it, it comes with a, a level of common sense that I think a lot of people are quick to throw out and blame it on that. It's the same as whenever... Uh, in the 90s, whenever they had to create um, the ESRB yeah. for writing video games, okay? <laughs> because of fucking Mortal Kombat. Because, God forbid, I punch a hole through your chest, grab your spine, and rip it out I mean, you're never- where I stand. <laughs> okay? It, th- like, it, it's the same thing with, like, you know, horror movies and stuff. If people are complaining about the music for, you know, or people justify or justifying their actions because of the music, we've had, you know, horror movies and stuff mm-hmm. at length, like long before ICP came around. Yep. But there has been war literally on this earth for ages. For sure. Horrible acts will be committed. But throwing a scapegoat there oh, yeah. is the problem. I mean, like, to to a point, I think that like it's it's like it's like Columbine where they were trying to blame literally uh, everything else. Yeah, <laughs> like no, actually call out the shit that was wrong with oh, yeah. you know the 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 two kids. But no, I mean, like, I think that there's we're talking about that on the Lotus episode. Like, I'm yeah. not trying to get into that again. <laughs> no, that no, was I th- rough. I think there's but, a lot to be said about like. Yeah, people are very much responsible for their own actions and stuff, but also, uh, you know, I find it difficult to reconcile certain things that, like, I used to like at some point and, like, that I might still enjoy to some level Mm -hmm. because of, you know, connections that it has to stuff that I'm just not cool with. Like, significantly more not cool with. Like, there's, like, a lot of the music that we listen to on here, Mm -hmm. and I will say very openly... I don't like Violent J and Shaggy as people. Like, I think they kind of suck a lot. And I think that they, you know, try to shrug all their stuff off. Like, no, you know, it's just, we don't really mean all of that. No, you're, you stand by every word. (laughs) You're putting it on paper. You're going into a recording booth and you're saying it for, like, it's it's permanent. It's there. Which is why from, you know, from my point on this, like, I'm here as... You know, I'm listening to it and giving my thoughts on it because to some degree I like some of the stuff that they do say because mm-hmm. sometimes they're pretty on point with some things. But on it, the whole, I think that they could do a lot better and they're kind of fucking bullshitting people a lot. For example, actually, let's talk about another thing that you sent me recently. A video of them on Pillow <laughs> Riley. Oh, yeah, I had seen that a long time ago. This Same. came out... 
This came out, I think, in 2001. It was shortly after Bizarre Bizarre come out. If you really, yes, okay, because a lot of the if you if you look at how Violent J looks at the time, that's uh, Bizarre Bizarre. A, a lot of the a lot of the uh, like music like the music that was playing in it was like Malenko era. They just had the uh, they had the uh, Hall of Mirrors Hall of Illusions uh, video. In yeah, there. But I, it, I wasn't I wasn't sure because yeah, I but you know I don't know the era by what they fucking look like. I don't give a shit. <laughs> the way I can tell is Jay has longer hair, and he is super big. Oh, okay. Like, he is at almost the biggest he was, because then shortly after that, so he lost a lot of weight during the Wraith era. Mm. Um, but anyways. But no, they, uh, at one point in that, because ICP and a lot of groups very similar to them with, like, the massive cult followings that they tend to have, have this very similar, like, dichotomy that they're working with, where... No, I don't think we have any uh, responsibility to our fans or whatever, or anybody else at all. But they also try to play up that they definitely have a big responsibility to their fans whom they care about and are responsible. And, like, you know, they owe everything to and stuff. Right. And it's like, and he, he tries to walk this line. It's like, Jay, you could have said a thousand different things in this interview that are much better right. <laughs> than what you did. Like... I think he, the, he talks about, like, if you really listen to what we're saying, we're putting out a positive message. It's like, if you really listen to a selection, Jay. <laughs> a selection. Me and my ex will fuck your mother on your grave. <laughs> positive message. Jay, what was Black and Her Eyes about? <laughs> like, like uh, again, we're... We're, 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 we're literally going over stuff we've talked about before and one of the things I don't I don't know if I brought it up before I probably have but since we've been doing this show like obviously hearing like hearing these songs like forcing myself to hear them and then like trying to listen to lyrics and then thinking of like stuff that is problematic we've said this before we don't say the F word we say fuck we don't say the other F word yeah and we'll drop fake F-bombs all day. Right. I I have said the word in the past, and I'm not proud of it, but I will own up to that and make sure that I don't say it. I understand it's a harmful word, okay? I can never relate to why it's so harmful, but I don't wish to use that to the people who will feel that harm or try and throw that at somebody don't Simply wanna, because it sounds derogatory. Yeah, you don't want to normalize it. Exactly. And stuff like that. As such, I can't tell you how many different songs I've come across that I know all the fucking words to that that word pops up and then I stop because I forgot that it was in there and I'm like, oh, fuck. I wasn't even thinking about this because it was just so normalized. Oh, yeah. It's like... I don't consider the fact that the fuck word shows up in stuff that I listen to anymore. It's no. not. No, it's, it's not even. I'm a so vague desensitized to it. But hearing homophobic slurs now is becoming to the same degree of don't say this as uh, racial slurs. Yeah. You know? I can listen to a song by DMX and I have been able to censor myself <laughs> anytime he drops the N bomb. But, up until much more recently, well, not much more recently, but within the last probably, like, couple years, 
hearing that word, I wouldn't say it in normal speech with, you know, my friends or anything like that, you know, in general. But if the song was coming up and I was just like mindlessly singing along to it, if it came up, I almost never thought about it. It's like, well, fuck. So now there's countless songs where I'm like, oh, shit, can't say it now. Yeah. And that's that's fine because I've recognized that. Okay. Still trying to reconcile listening to it and enjoying it is towing a line that is very, very difficult and it's not going to appease like everybody. But I think that as long as I have it fine by myself and uh the people that I care about, then I think that that I'm straight on there. Yeah, I mean, honestly, there, there's not everybody's going to be happy about that. <laughs> That's there's always there's going it doesn't matter anything that you like, somebody's going to dislike the fact that you like that. Yeah. <laughs> anything, how problematic that is, eh, could be different. Yeah, there's going to be somebody who hates the fact that someone out there is cross stitching. <laughs> you cross stitch, you do it. It's fucking great. <laughs> That was a lot longer of a rant than we needed it to be, but thank you, Jiggles, for sending us that message. The homie Jiggles, uh, you are the real homie. Yes. We appreciate you hitting us up, and I enjoy looking at your Instagram and posting all of uh, your music on there. It's super dope. I don't look at Instagrams, but uh, I you would like his time You would like his it. music selection. Right on. I, I will send you his Instagram. You I appreciate any time we get an email from you. It means a lot. Yes. Anytime anybody hits up with an email. Yeah. You know? Which means that you're sending more than could have been posted in a single tweet, unless it was a DM. DMs can be longer. The tweets also matter. Yes. <laughs> how all, dare you? All tweets matter. <laughs> how dare you denigrate tweets all, like that? All messages matter. Stop it. <laughs> I hate you. Fuck it, let's move on. What are we talking about today? <gasps> Zug is land. Zug is land. Cracked tiles. <laughs> So Zug Island, which actually is a real place. It's an industrial zone. Um is Detroit. also the name of a rock band. Yes. So this rock band. Yeah. Do you know anything about it? It's that Sin guy. Yes. Is it just him? Is he uh is he a one man band? No, it is there's a, oh, full, band. a full band. Okay. Yes. Um I didn't know. Let me double check on here, but I do have a list of people. Uh, I think this shows little people. I know there's people in here. Oh, here we go. All right, so we got Sin on vocals. Nice. We got Dan Miller on keyboards. All right. Guido Milligan on bass guitar. Little Pig on drums. Cool. And Mike P on guitar. Really? Mike P's a wheezy phone. Let me see that real quick. I'm curious about something. So, this album was written and I believe recorded during the same time as the Wraith Sessions. Makes sense. Yes. Sin was not the original singer for this band. Oh. Do you know who was? Violent J. The same person who wrote all the lyrics. One Violent J. Oh, he wrote all the lyrics for this? He is the writer for this album. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Does this clear things up for you? Yeah, uh-huh. So, yes, um... Violent J does have a love of rock, and this was meant to be his rock project. For whatever reason, um, it was decided that uh, they would get a different vocalist. Uh, main reason being, Jay can't fucking sing. Um, he does not, does not have the voice for rock. Um, you can actually look online. There is a song. It's called Jay's Rock Project. Mm-hmm. It is a cover of a Pearl Jam song. 
Oh. Um, that he just altered some of the words to be more juggalo for, uh, oriented. <laughs> we will actually come across that song someday. In the future. I don't know when, but someday, because it is featured on a compilation. Anyways, um, so yeah, this album was created during the Wraith Sessions. Yes. Um, it came out, uh, I think in the beginning of 2003, and it is the first actual rock album released on Psychopathic Records. Um, whereas the Wraith had a lot of rock influences because of Sug Island on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, so, uh, Sin was featured on, um, some background vocals on a number of the songs. He was featured on, um... So is he just a vocalist? Sin is just a vocalist, yes. Okay. okay. He, he is the me of, <laughs> of Zug Island. Got it, got it. Um, but Sin was featured on, um, uh, Scanna Claus. Oh, okay. Um... On, uh, on, like, one line or something, where he says, A sinful Christmas. Um, Jesus. So, yeah, apparently Sin was, uh, was requested to be in, like, three other bands at the time. Oh. Um, I don't know who the bands were. This is purely speculation, because it was posted on, like, Psychopathic's forums from way back when or whatever. Um, but decided to join Zug Island, which was a good fit, honestly. Um, Sin has a very unique voice. Um... And uh, I think he fits with this band. Um, does this band fit on Psychopathic Records, however? Eh, we'll see. We'll see. I will say, actually, now thinking back to the whole thing about Jay being the one who wrote all these, it actually just confuses me about later ones. But we'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> who do you think you are, me? <laughs> Stupid bitch. What do we do before <laughs> we start this stuff? You look like you were about to like. I was, no, I was, I was lining something. it up. I was lining it up. But what are we doing? We're gonna crack open some motherfucking fagos. What do you have this week? I've got me a pine apple. Oh, and. I have What's that over there. I have a pinia play. Wow. Yes. Sounds very different. Yes. Oh. Mine was disappointing. Mine didn't really like very much, but it's okay. Story of my fucking life. Damn. Mmm. Very refreshing. It is actually. Now let's uh, let's get on into this album. Track number one. Intro. Intro. Let's talk, shall we? Sure. Sure, because it's a minute long and there's nothing really to it. It's Violent J saying welcome to, and then you just have Sin repeating, Zug Island. I feel very welcome. I I do. My very own Island. (laughs) All to myself. Thanks, guys. Yes. Hmm. I do like this instrumental, though. Yeah, it's, it's basically a, it's a great Malenko. That, but it also reminds me of uh, the backing track that was used for Juggle of Chance that we heard on the um, the Wraith sampler. I don't remember it. <laughs> That's the We Will Never Die Alone. I don't, I don't remember it. Juggalos will carry on. <laughs> sure. Yeah, I, I remember that. I don't remember the track. Well, I can't it hear it in my head. similar. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. This is going to lead right into... Track number two, which is Foyer. Foyer. Straight Foyer. Ah. Do it. Yeah, 
So yeah, fire. That's fire. That is a to to quote our here our, we go to quote our podcast papa. <laughs> that's a hot open. It's a hot open. It's a hot open. It's great. <laughs> um, what you think about fire? It uh it 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 is a hot open. Like it lands pretty fucking hard. It's good. Um, as we both showed each other our notes. <laughs> Uh, he's he's doing a twisted here. This song is nonsense. He's talking shit. Like, he does not, nothing. There, there is no it sounds, direction in his vocals. It sounds almost at some points like he's talking about like being surrounded by iniquity and then succumbing to it and being consumed by it or something. Yeah, I, but it's not clear at all. I actually my last um my last listen, like, when I was doing my, my notes, I actually busted out Genius because I've never, like, known the words to this. Uh, they don't have them either. No, it does. No, uh, they have words. Oh, they don't have... I can't guarantee that they're correct because some of that, I'm like, that's not what any, yeah, some anybody of them are, in the world is fucking hearing here. Some of them are wrong, but, <laughs> like, it is kind of, like... What, what were they going with? The hook yeah. is fucking great. It's a good hook. Like, you could use that for anything, and it's and it's good. Yeah, but like hearing that hook, fire. Don't you know where you are, or who we are, and where we are? It's like, okay, well, fire. Okay, you could have made like a better song about hell or something <laughs> along those lines, um, and it would have made more sense. I, but it's it's hard to get. It's, it's like a kickstart my heart. <laughs> but then. After the second verse and chorus, mm -hmm. we have a guest verse. Yes. By Violent J. I timestamped it myself. Oh, are you going to play it? Yes. Oh, okay. Let's play this. Know where you are. Why take your headphones off? <laughs> uh, I love this. Oh no. Guys, I wanna I wanna point out that Schmeed does do all of the editing and I think that the only reason he does this sometimes is to get back at me for not doing the editing. <laughs> oh no, I just I heard it and I it was immediately like, oh my god, that's hardware store. <laughs> By friend of the show, Weird Al Yankovic. <laughs> I'll put the original up there real quick, and we can we can skip forward to it properly. We're gonna we're gonna actually, yeah, yeah try that. Do it. Okay. Put your headphones back on.
that's a nice way. That, that's actually a really good way to open that album with a song like a pretty sweet fucking solo. Oh yeah, for sure. I was happy about. That. Um. So, I kind of hate that. Oh, I hate the fact that Violent J's verse is sped up. Oh, <laughs> uh, it is at least. It, it seems like it's a good like twenty five percent faster than it needs to be, which or. or than that he wrapped it rather. Oh yeah. Which tells me that either A this was originally supposed to be a slower song. I doubt that. Or he was like, okay, I'm gonna wrap it like this and just speed it up to to hit this. Yeah. Um that's just lazy. <laughs> I'm sorry. I bet Tech Nine could have wrapped it at that speed and been just fine. I'm sorry, but I don't care what a person does to make a song the way that they want it to be. It it just when I'm hearing the stuff sped up like that and it doesn't sound authentic, like that just gets to me. Because then it's like I could probably learn all the words to that mm-hmm. and not be able to rap it. Yeah, be- which is just it's it's almost fucking possible. Yeah. It's like hearing... It's, it's it's not just that he sped it up. He probably overdubbed it uh, on many of those lines to be able to... Because you can't breathe in between them. Right. But had it been, like, at the normal speed, it would have been much more manageable to do. Yeah. And that just bothers me. Like, he's rapping... Or, or the, the fact that they, like, sped up his rapping for the tempo of the song. Like, what the fuck? This isn't no Dragon Force song. Where you gotta speed up the shit to make it sound cool. Just made me salty. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's like me getting mad at, like, hearing uh, Rap God by Eminem, and you get to the part where he's rapping really fucking fast at, like, the four or five minute something mark, and he he's rapping, and then there's a punch-in that starts, like, three seconds before his final... Like, the prior line yeah. ends, and I hate that so goddamn much, because when you do stuff like that, it means that you can't perform it live. That bothers me. I mean, he could if uh, anybody else in the rap game wanted to perform with him live. Well, I mean, yeah, but it's not like he himself. Like, that's what that's one of the that's things... That's what I... they do with homies. It's punch-ins throughout the entire fucking verse, because you can't do that, and that's why they do trade-offs when they do it live. I know, it just... And that's why it's a great fucking song anyway. It just bothers me. (laughs) I I can't... I think it was, uh... It was an interview I saw that Tech 9 did a couple years back where he said, like, I don't do punch-ins. He's like, if we can't do the song live, Mm. we won't put it on a record. Because any Eh. of our songs can be done live. Eh. And I'm like, alright, cool. (laughs) I'm down with that. But that's just me. I'm I, done ranting on it. I, I can't give a shit. <laughs> I do. Sorry. I, sure, I'd love to hear it live, but it's like, you know what? Just get some extra people for the punch-ins. Tech 9 performs with two other people who can do a punch-in for him. If he needs... Well, he performs with one other person now. He used to perform with two other people. Yeah. But... And he used to do that anyway. Yeah. Like... On his own songs that he would rap, you even you've brought it up before that they would stand like in a line and he yeah. would turn to the one to finish a line for him. Cause that's that's what hype men are there for. They're there to finish lines so you can get a breath nine times out of ten. Is Violent J the hype man for Sug Island? No. 
<laughs> Shaggy Two Dope is the hype man for all of psychopathic <laughs> records. Rude. Anyway, that's but yeah, it's fire. It's, it's still a good song to open up with. Don't get me wrong. That song is fire. I don't get it. It's called fire. I was well, just, that is the I was just reminding people. Oh, okay. I forgot. Let's move on. Track number three. This is Sunny Day. Sunny day. <laughs> you showed me your note for this. Yeah. And I laughed. <laughs> Leave this man. <laughs> Change your number and the locks. Uh, so, depression doesn't absolve you of the way that you treat other people, I'm gonna say. And this dude sounds like he is trying to use his girlfriend as a replacement for therapy. Hardcore. <laughs> and you don't do that. <laughs> um, it's, um... I like that I look at, like, I hear your point, and then there's me, and I'm like, kind of relate to this. <laughs> I mean, I can understand that. <laughs> like, like, I... <laughs> I, I really like this song, actually. A, a person still has to be aware of, you know, what they're doing to other people. Um, I first heard this song. This is actually featured on um, on a compilation. Um, as if you saw that Hatchet History, which is the same one that had that song, It's Time, mm -hmm. that we heard uh, on our um, pre-raised episode. Um, so that was the first way I heard, like, Any Zug Island. Mm -hmm. um, this and another song that's featured much later on this album, we were on that. And I always liked this. My my initial listens to this, I was like, this is an interesting song. Because, mm -hmm. like, on a surface level, without paying much attention to it, I'm like, alright, my assumption is he is speaking of being pushed away by a person who doesn't care. Yeah. And then I'm like, and I listen to it, actually, and I'm like, oh no, he's pushing himself away from somebody. <laughs> and um. being sad about it at them. <laughs> but then... One thing that I didn't notice, literally until my, my notes, um, I said I was on Genius, uh, chickens. I didn't know how many, like, other things are said in the chorus. Oh, it's layered. I three different parts of it are layered. Yeah. There, yeah. And I can't hear, like, one of them, which has a lot of fucking words. Like, Jay's part. Cause, yeah. Because yeah. Violent Jay is, is, uh, featured in backgrounds, um, on a lot of this. 
Um, but there's a lot more written in the chorus that I can hardly understand that unless I was really paying attention or listening to like my slightly better headphones that I do the listens on, um, I, I, I've missed it. And I've had this album for like a fucking decade or something. <laughs> like, it's weird. It's weird to hear things for the first time. Um, but this, um, this, this definitely is a, a quick turn from the last track that we had. Yeah. Um, where the last one was very fast, high energy, um, and very heavy. This is a lot more stripped down. Mm -hmm. And I think that they do that just so you really focus on Sen's vocals. Yeah. There are times on this album... It's a very, um... What's the word? Nine Inch Nailsy kind of thing. Not exactly, but it's... It's it's in the vague zone of it. There's there's times on this record, um... And I think we'll come to them, uh probably semi-soon, um, that sometimes the mixing is a bit off, and I have trouble hearing vocals. Mm. Um, so, and Sin does not have, like, a... He doesn't really belt out a lot. He doesn't really have that much of a punchy voice, per se. Yeah, so, like, he does have a good register whenever he's more, like, subdued, I think. So songs like this one work a lot, I think, in his favor. Um, but I, I really enjoy this song, um, despite the <laughs> like real negative connotation <laughs> that it's throwing out there. <laughs> like there, th- this does harken to a lot of the people that are like, it, and haven't you see it a lot nowadays, especially like people online. It's like, oh. I don't understand why they won't give me a chance. I'm such a nice guy and all this. And it's like, if you have to, like, say that you're a nice guy, (laughs) rethink that. Yeah. Just just show it, but don't force it to be shown. That's different. The very beginning of that, that call, is like, the person saying, like, okay, so you don't spend any time whatsoever around me. You're out with your friends all the time. And then, he, and then like, in the in the lyrics of it, it's like, it's like he hears that and he's like, oh, okay, no, then, no, I'll just stay out then. I know you don't want to see me. <laughs> like, that's, you're an idiot. Yeah, we hear that, um, that, that like, <laughs> answering machine message. Yeah. There's another one that shows up a little bit later that's... Yeah, there's up. one in the second. Uh, but, like, I'm assuming those are, like, legitimate, like... It, like answer like messages possibly yeah because they sound legit <laughs> anybody can like sound pissed but that person I think that they were like legit hanging out with your fucking clown friends <laughs> sin likes ICP well he didn't write this he didn't write that probably yeah if you look at the uh, at the liner notes I think it literally says that everything was written by Jay and uh, Mike P wow all music written, programmed, performed by Mike P. Um, all song lyrics and vocal harmonies written oh. by Joe Bruce. Wow. But all the backup vocals were by Zog Island. Oh, yeah. So, okay. But they I, sang all of them, yeah. Right, well, that's what I'm saying. I didn't realize that that was the other members of the band, like, oh. doing, like, some of the, like, heavier stuff in the choruses and whatnot. I didn't realize it was them. Huh. Um, shows how much I pay attention to this. But, um, that's that's sunny day. Do we have anything else on that? I don't think so. No. Um, no, that's it. So, so we, we go on, on to prison song. 
System. System. Mike, you look sad. This is track four, and you've done this twice already on this fucking album. Alright, so like... And I have a feeling there's at least one more that it's gonna happen on. Straight up, I can't see Prison Song and not do this. <laughs> it's impossible, Mike. Like... Come on! Come on! And I felt like people really needed to hear that. And which album is that on? It's on Toxicity. I should listen to that album. It's a really good album. Anyway. I own it. I just don't listen to I it. Try that one. But you really should. That's I know. I have a problem with buying CDs and not getting to listen to them. Yeah, I know. I just bought eight <laughs> CDs last night. Anyway, this and is I can't wait to listen to like nine Island. songs. As Warden Abbott announced earlier this week, Ionia State Penitentiary is now number one in the country among inmate education. 31% of you have earned your GED and or diplomas this year alone. Good As job on the rehabilitation. Oh, GED. Imagine. I can remember all that she gave to me. I can remember how much she hated me. I can remember just what she kept from me. And I remember. Just picture Mountain Jay like sitting, standing in the back of the vocal booth, just yelling that. I can recall it when the love was gone. If you want to skip to 221. Hey. A little before. There you go. What's your thoughts on Prison Song? It's interesting. Uh, I like the uh, the vibe of it. Mm -hmm. It's very good. Mm -hmm. Like it, like they really the the atmosphere that they that they put on that is actually really cool. And just like having him with the guitar and the claps and stuff mm -hmm. is pretty fucking cool. I do. Uh, it does get very heavy at the end, though. They they do bring uh, uh, more of the the band in there. Yeah. Um, How long has he been in for? Do you think? Because it sounds like he uh, like killed his mom over like abuse and stuff is in, just by reading lyrics very briefly is what I got from it. Is that? That's what it sounds like. Just from one, there's one particular line that mentions like his brother or something, and, and I'm like, that kind of does sound like that's what it is. I was under the impression because uh, I. Because I never got it until... But he's like 30-something, so that's that's a long time. Wasn't... I, I never... <laughs> again, 
didn't listen to, or pay attention to like all the lyrics until last listen. I never uh, heard uh, the line um, when her palm would flash. Mm-hmm. So you're reading that as it was his mom, an abusive parent of some sort. I was under the impression he was in an abusive relationship, and it was. Let me let me look up the one uh, thing. Boop. Continue though. But if you have anything else, um, I, I didn't didn't notice until uh, the very again this listen, um, Warden Abbas. Yeah. <laughs> so Al- double A Alex is <laughs> the warden of his prison. Um, a man of many hats. Um, but so yeah, he says, uh, "I can remember the look in my brother's eyes. I can remember yeah. what's left but another try, etc., etc." I don't know. It's a, it's a it's a hard one to hear. I guess. It, yeah. Okay. It could, it could go either way. It could just be referring to just the way that other people see him in that situation. But I don't know. Okay, because now I can think about like how much she hated me. I guess almost makes more sense of it being like a being a mother because it's almost like she's forced to like take care of him. When yeah. She, okay. And like all the stuff that she gave to him that like you know she has to. Right. <laughs> like, Okay. Um, hey, like being in that kind of. I uh, never got thing. that before because I originally just interpreted it as. I was like, half and half on it. Like at first, I was like abusive relationship, and then certain lines of it, I was like, mm. I mean, it's an abusive relationship, regardless. Right, right, right. But, just, but like, who? Yeah. <laughs> um, because like some of the things he says, like later on, of how like casual he is about killing this person. Yeah. <laughs> um. Clearly, he's been in prison for quite a while, um, so he's kind of, he straight up owns up to it. He says if it, like, if he went back in time, he wouldn't, like, prevent himself from doing it. He said he'd straight up do it again. Yeah. And, like, I always, like, listened to it before as, like, oh, he's just an inmate, you know, spurned lover or whatever. Yeah, nah. (laughs) But hearing that now, like... The line, it's what I call justifiable sin. Like, I actually, like, hear that different now. Yeah. This fucking show, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I like the song a little more now. It's a good song. I, did, I, did, I never disliked it, but I, I, I dig that it has more to it. Uh, do you have anything else on this one? No. Cool. That's it. Um, so the next track... We've already talked about it before. It's Fly. It's Fly, which we talked about on Forgotten Freshness 3. It's still really good. It is still really it's good. really good song. I do think that this, it's mixed slightly different on this one. I don't know. I think that the, the rock elements are a little bit more pronounced uh, in the chorus, and especially towards the end. <laughs> but other than that, it's the same song that we heard um, yeah. on Forgotten Freshness Volume 3. Yeah, so we can go ahead and skip ahead. We'll go to track number six. Plant a little seed in nature grows. You know? We'll we'll get there eventually. <laughs> also, I want to point out uh, before we move on to the next song. Yes. We um, did you look up uh, the the Google Doc or the sheet rather? No. Uh, I took the time to start messing with uh, with our list of what we're going to touch, um, like the order of albums, and assuming. <laughs> Assuming that our podcast doesn't get taken down, <laughs> and assuming that you don't hate me, I mean, ooh. we could be doing this for at least a couple more years, <laughs> and I haven't even gotten to like 
I think the last albums that I added on there were right before 2015. Jesus Christ. Yes. And that is not even counting um, any, like, well, no, I did put Big Money Russells in there. Right on. But I didn't put any of the other, um, uh, like, video projects that they've done. Yeah. Um, like, if we wanted to do it, it would actually have to be soon, but um, The Purple Show um, is one that would be next, uh, within a couple episodes, honestly. Um, and it's fairly short, so I can, once I find that, I can let you borrow at. There it is. Um, are you looking at it? And notice where I put it. <laughs> I want it out of the fucking way. Um, but yeah, if we come across any of the other um, vi- uh, like visual projects that they uh, that they've done, um, I wouldn't be opposed to to doing those. But uh, anything to help get more content out um, and and keep these fans happy, um, I'm cool with. But uh, yeah, I spent some time looking into that, and we could be doing this for <laughs> at least a couple more years. It's a lot. At, at 26 episodes a year. <laughs> um, yeah, we're, we're, we're set. Anyways, let's move on. This is track number six. This is called Suicide. terrorized at least yeah yeah i mean why not (laughs) yeah um who is this song for what do you mean like the it's it's at who they're directing this towards before you kill someone kill yourself yeah and I'm, I'm just like, is it because they think that the person won't go through with it? What do you mean? I, like, I, I don't know. It's just like... I mean, I think they're saying if you are, uh, if you're going to make the decision to take someone else's life, don't. Just remove yourself from the equation. Okay. It, it took me, like... It's literally what they say in the hook. Well, yeah. <laughs> Which... That hook we heard before. Oh, really? It appears in Ain't Your Business. I don't remember. Yeah, it's, um, uh, fuck. Uh, hold on real quick. Let me go and double check, because I know it is is in there. Uh, because I had to look it up. Again, that was that song that I didn't 
have on it that I didn't listen to ever until this uh, until we did the uh, well until we had until I was listening to it for the episode. Blech. Words. Maybe I'm upset that you left me. I'll hang myself before I got bug out of bed. You should try suicide. Uh, it's just faster. It's it's in the background. But again, because this was written at the same time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know. I was like, oh, that's a little precursor. Like, it's like, oh, that's a random line to put in there. And then it's the fucking chorus yeah. of a Zug Island song. Um, anything else? <laughs> no, there's, I don't have much to say about it. I like, mean, it's whatever. Like, I want to say, like, oh, it's cut and dry. And yet I was still confused about that. Yeah, one. I, I feel like why. I shouldn't have <laughs> Well, the, the only thing that's really confusing about it is like, oh, you want to kill the person you're in a relationship with. How about killing yourself instead? But specifically in a way that scars them. <laughs> like, that's what they say, okay. literally. Like, I mean, like, the so verses he, are like, instead of killing so, that person, why not kill yourself right in front of them? So is he talking to himself on Sunny Day? Who knows? Mm. Because at the end of Sunny Day, he is preparing to commit suicide by hanging. Yeah. Um, mm. And uh, mm. blaming it on another person. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Um, but it's it's really weird because like this coming right after fly, it's like a like black and white difference. Yeah. Like fly is all like positive and like kinda inspirational, and then you have this where it's just like, hey, hey, fucking kill yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Zug Island. Yeah, right. Violent J's writing. Yep. Ready to move on? Yep. Track seven. Dreams. I swear to God. You're waiting for me to put this back on, which means I already know what this song is. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) He gave me a look of... (laughs) I was, like, waiting for Van Halen to just start playing. (laughs) Son of a bitch. I love you. The punch that never comes. <laughs> climbing up a slippery pole, falling deep in a hole. Are you lost in an exitless maze, chasing impossible ways? Are you running up a slippery hill? Are you going to spill? chill. It is. Like, yeah. this is, like, it's a song that doesn't say much along with a lot of this album. Mm-hmm. But again, what I said before with, like, with Sunny Day is Sin has a good voice when he's just not, like, 
forcing himself to yell out or anything. I mean, it, he does have some, like, parts where he's obviously, like, singing, crooning. He sounds like Eddie Vedder. He really <laughs> fucking does. Like, the, the, Jay wanted this to be Pearl Jam 2. Straight up. Like, that's why he's not singing. He's <laughs> like, I got this dude. Um, But, I mean, this, this song is, like, it's just very chill. It has that ambience to it. And, yeah, like, it's not one that generally, like, stands out to me because I, if I'm listening to Zog Island, I generally want there to be, like, more punch to it's, it. It's a different mood but, than yeah, like, any other stuff on here. Right, right, right. Um, there is a portion of it that is uh, spoken word in Italian. Yeah. Um, later on, uh, there's a one in the beginning speaks. and the end. In fact, uh, yeah, it's true. Um, and I read it briefly earlier today, but did not make note of it. <laughs> I'm terrible. Do you have the actual spot for it? No. Oh, okay. I have something going? else that I'm skipping forward to. But uh, okay. Anyway, yeah, this this dreams. You know, mm -hmm. Th things are impossible until a person who dreamed of more accomplishes them. Is more or less what it is. Mm. You know, they mm -hmm. talk talk about that all the time. That mm -hmm. oh, before uh, before we we continue, I I wanted to bring this up and I totally forgot to, and and I'm I'm mad about it. Go on. The term uh, or the name of the uh, the album. Well, first off, Crack Tiles. Crack Tiles. Um, if you look at the cover art, that is um, uh, Violent J's uh, one of his uh, classes in elementary school. So he's in that picture. Huh. Um, I wonder if I can find him real quick. I actually see this. I just need to find the forehead. Oh, there it is. Yeah, that might be him right there, I think, actually. Oh, okay. I don't know. Um, but the term, uh, crack tiles, was used against, um, Violent J and Jump Steady when they were kids. Huh. Um, it's like, you know, the, uh, don't step on a crack or your, uh, you break your mother's back. Break your mother's back. Uh, if you stepped on a cracked tile, you had to uh, kiss one of the Bruce brothers. Yeah. Damn. Like, scrub life. Yeah. That's harsh. <laughs> I wanted to bring that up and I've forgotten because I didn't make a note of it. All right. What did you, uh, what did you take well, us to? I'm here? skipping forward to the outro of this song, which leads us right into oh, okay. the next song. That works. The River. Yeah, yeah. Super fucking pretty. It's really nice, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, we present to you the afterlife. Beauty at its peak. All of this will be yours. Unless you drink it. Of the river, of the river, of the river, of the river. Left down up and glide across the forest Turn rocks, find stones of solid gold Power, you alone can defeat a dragon Just forget not all that you've been told Shall never ever drink it 
The river. The river. If Jay was singing this, yeah. this could have been on the Wraith. Probably, yeah. Um, this could have been in place of something like Crossing the Bridge. But it shouldn't have been. Right, right. But I'm saying, like, <laughs> this has that same kind of feel to it. Yeah. It either sounds like that or it sounds like, um, uh, The Raven's Mirror. I think yeah. it's it, it, it fits in with the whole theming as it's like a, it's the, it's literally just Garden of Eden yeah. vibe thing. Yeah. yeah. Instead of an apple, it's this river. Yeah. Uh, you know, water thing that you need to live. Yeah. Don't drink it. <laughs> Not from this specific <laughs> like, spot. Yeah, they don't they don't apply if there's more somewhere else. Um but yeah, this this is totally like I could see why Jay wrote this one. Yeah. At this time period. <laughs> For sure. Um but uh but I mean I enjoy it. It's that it, there's a nice uh like again, kind of a chillness to it, but that chorus is pretty heavy. Yeah. And he's he's full blown any better on this one. <laughs> he really is. Go on. I expected more solos on this album in general, mm-hmm. and I especially expected one here mm-hmm. because there's a section of it where he just, like, I think he just goes back to like the the chorus yes. riff thing, uh-huh. like he it's like a big drop into it, and I'm like, all right, I'm like yeah, go, and then it's just no, that's it. But off in the distance, if you listen very closely, you can hear the faint echo of some Wallachs being played, like, three fucking miles away from the studio. <laughs> but, like, I don't know, it was a very strange moment in that for that to happen, and I'm like, Mike P. And he's just not there. There's there's really not a lot of, of just solos in this album. It's just um, fire. That's it. <laughs> I mean, there might be another one, but fire's the only one I remember. Right. It's the only notable one, really. Yeah, so, I mean... I think that I think that what might have happened was Fire might have been one of the last songs made. Um and like they finished the majority of the songs and then they were like, "Oh fuck, man, we didn't come up with any solos." <laughs> All right, do this one, but have it after my really sped up verse. <laughs> like that's all I could really think of. I mean, like, they, you could always just go back and record one for another thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's You don't have to get the whole band back together to record a guitar solo. Yeah. The music's already there. That's true. I don't know. It can be mixed in. It's fine. They have the masters. It's their fucking music <laughs> in their studio. <laughs> that was just very... It was confusing for me. Like, I listened to it, and I was like... Why do you just have this very quiet guitar playing some lead licks that nobody's going to hear unless they're listening very closely? Right. <laughs> like, yeah, because I'm not even sure that I really, like, recognized it. Yeah, I'd have to skip to it and yeah. give it a listen, but I don't feel like it right now. <laughs> That's fine. I have nothing else on this one. Um, I mean, it's it is it's still a decent song. It's a pretty okay song. Um, it, it, the fact that this is a little bit more dynamic... It actually has some other stuff changing with it. Um, would keep my attention more than like the last track. Not that again, Dreams wasn't bad. It's just it is a little bit more like somber, not somber, but like subdued uh, than I typically listen to. Yeah. Um, so anything else on this one? Nah. Said all, all right. I need to say. Let's move on. Track number nine. This is Small Town featuring Insane Clown Posse. <laughs> 
I was born in small town. <laughs> <laughs> I'm seeing so many options I could have had if I wanted to, but nah. Enough to let your barrels explode. If I sold your son cocaine, would you put a bullet in my brain? If I, I stole your favorite car, would you cock the hammer back and be like, wow, I'll bet you would. I think I Let's talk about that hook. Okay. Let's talk about the drums on that hook. Okay. They suck. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> you should know fucking better, Mike P, than to let that happen. You should know so much better. He was the dude. All the music was Mike P. No, I know. <laughs> he wasn't the drummer, though. But still. This is just how they were recorded. Well, no, I mean, these were fucking... The, the, those weren't live drums, Mike. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. Which is fine for the verses Stop and the it. style in the verses, but on the drop into that hook, uh-uh. Mm -hmm. No. A, that crash symbol is trash. The fucking one that they have going with that, it's garbage. It sucks. Go to live drums for that fucking hook. Every time. <laughs> ten times out of ten, you do that on this song. <laughs> Christ almighty, you're smarter than that. <laughs> so uh, they go to this town uh, and apparently are like prepping for, for carnival murder times in the future. Seems like it. But they're also like actively just making it worse. Yeah. Like they're actively contributing to all of the stuff that, you know, they're, they're going to kill them for. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, why wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You know, I thought they had a re. I thought they had a purpose for this or something. No I idea. <laughs> I, uh, th I thought there was you know something about the carnival. There was something about it that I remember. No idea. That made me feel like maybe they're supposed to do better. Than I don't. That. I don't know hmm. What you're talking about? She, no, I don't either. So, uh, we hear some Shaggy Two Dope. Um, and there is a verse by Violent J a little bit later. This is. I, I stated last episode that this is an era where Violent J can write some really good verses. This one's okay. Yeah. It's it's nothing like stellar. But Shaggy, on the other hand, his little uh his little like eight bars or whatever that he that he does are funny and I and I like them. But I also like the chorus, cause he is Belting out in the background, yeah, the chorus, and I love it. <laughs> like Shaggy's energy at this time uh, of ICP, love it. I love it. <laughs> um, 
I don't mind this song overall, though. It's whatever. Um, I, uh, I, I always, like, skipped it in the past, and I don't know why, but, and I think it might just be because, like, the intro doesn't sound like the rest of the album. Yeah. Uh, or not the rest of the album, but it doesn't sound like the rest of the song. No. Um, and so I would always think it was something else, but I'm like, nah, man, I actually enjoy this song. It's not too bad. Uh, I think it's funny. It's okay. Um, I could see that there are times, though, where Sin's voice might come up as annoying, though. It's a little grating. In <laughs> yeah. This. The verses are just kind of... That's, like, that's what I mean, yeah. But, no, I, like I said, overall, I like it. It's, it's not a It's like song. he's really trying to, like, lean into that sound. Yeah. That voice. Not, because, look, I'm just going to say... It's not it. his natural I'm just going to say it, Sin. You're not Eddie Vedder, and you can't do it. <laughs> There's only one Eddie Vedder. Jay, Sin is not Eddie Vedder. <laughs> no, um... The most that you're going to get is a Scott Stapp. Oh. And you're not there either. Oh. <laughs> oh. Do you want to move on? I'm ready. Okay. <laughs> you sad now? <laughs> Always. Keep looking at me. <laughs> My wishes I hope to do for you All that you've done Because all that you do It's like magic You're amazing me A diamond for free You're as real as can be actual earnest song beginning to end it is can you fucking believe that i love this song it's a good song and <laughs> knowing that sin is not the person who wrote this makes a lot more sense really this was jay writing to shaggy really yes oh, nice. and i love it i love it so fucking much um that's because it sounds like one of the most heartfelt things jay has ever written i fucking love it <laughs> um in a long time, we will come to an alternate version of this. Um, that is sung by Violin J. Oh, God. <laughs> and uh, it has some slightly altered lyrics, I think. Um, and it's, it's not as good, admittedly. But I give Jay the credit of he wrote this to Shaggy and he wanted to actually record one for himself. Hmm. Um, no. I have nothing bad to say for this. That's really good. This song is genuinely really just good. I like it doesn't it have lot. to be hard rock or anything like that. Yeah. It's uh, got a good groove in it. Too. Yes. It's so... Uh, that beat's I, real nice. I love it. I just love it. It makes me happy. It reminds me of that song that I cannot remember the fucking name of. But it's like a... 
seventies or eighties track or whatever, but it's like a it's like over like a monk chant thing. Okay, it's awesome. I love it. I can't remember. I'll, I'll, I'd find it some other time. E. Anything else on Always? Uh, no. So there's a thing at the end of Always that leads into the next song, and I want to put off hearing the next song as long as fucking possible. So I skip forward to it for you. So we're going to take some time to talk about the happiest days of our lives by Pink Floyd instead. Because I really want to put off hearing the next song. So let's talk about this one that talks about uh, school teachers and how they would abuse the, the students that they had. and But the students would take solace in the fact that they knew that at night, whenever the teachers went home, they had to deal with their wives that hated them. It's fucking wonderful. This is live from uh, 19, their 1980-1981 tour. Nice. It's really good, and there's uh, another brick in the wall part two. Fucking great! Mm. So like, the first two minutes of another brick in the wall are the singing parts of it, and then it's solo to the end. Right. Uh, the live version of it is six minutes long. It rules. It's David Gilmore doing his solo as he does. Uh, some other guitarist that they had. I don't know. They had somebody else for live stuff usually to cover other things, and then their fucking keys player doing like an organ solo. It ruled. But yeah, um, this is going to play right into <laughs> the next track. Do we need to hear the actual ending to this? Does it matter? <laughs> Do you need me to bring it up? I knew that there was something here. So, here we go. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. This is the most butt rock shit. It, it pretty much from is. the music to the statutory rape to the really shitty metaphor. It sucks. Um, I I actually brought uh, brought this song up to you. Didn't say it, uh, directly, but I did bring this song up to you uh, a while ago. Oh, um, when you uh, you brought up 
<laughs> uh, meeting Violent J in a parking lot for uh, for songs like this. Um, again, knowing that um, Jay wrote this. Uh, however, Sin, you did sing it, so it's not good. Um, this calls into question um, our, our boy Jiggles um, email. Um, was he the one that brought it up? Well, he did say at the Somebody end. I, I didn't. This song I didn't. Yeah, he said that he he likes his album except for this song, and I believe it was Small Town. And I hate this, but aside from that first verse, I like this song. Mm. Like, so this is one of my things where I'm just like, Ugh. it now, is extremely butt. That, that's probably this the is reason. the most butt. Like, we've had plenty of butt in, like, The River had a decent amount of butt in it. Yeah, that that had some butt. Prison Song was, like, uh, it had some, like, Theory of a Dead Man butt in it. Not too much, though. Mm, maybe early, early Fire's on. like a hell yeah butt. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, real quick, though. This one's just straight up butt. So, real quick, that first, the first verse. Yes. Where he says uh, that the the girl was 16. Sure. I was reminded of, of the winger song, 17. <laughs> Isn't that a Christian group? No. No. Thinking of like Striper. That's what I was thinking of. <laughs> Anyways, do you remember the song Little Something Something from The Riddle Box? I remember that it exists. Okay. I think we called it out back then. But there was a line where uh, he's talking about this girl working at Dairy Queen. Bitch couldn't be a day over 15. So I'm almost certain that we called that out. And I guess that there was one time where he was like, in an interview, was asked if he regrets any lyrics. And he says, he said, I said one lyric one time that I hate. I live with that every day. I don't want to point it out. <laughs> and at live shows, they almost always change 15 to 18 or 23. <laughs> okay, fine. Now, I don't know when that lyric or when this interview came out to the point where they were... Okay, that was in 2010. That makes sense, because this is after, like, Miracles and shit came out. <laughs> So, how long ago did he regret writing that lyric? Like, when was the point where he was like, fuck, I shouldn't have written that? <laughs> and how long after he wrote this song was that? <laughs> yeah. Because if Riddlebox came out in 95 or 96, mm. and this was in 2003, yeah, like, were they cool with still doing that song live and not changing it in between then? Or whatever, like... Uh, it just that's that's something that just sticks out to me. Um, that said, the chorus is heavy as fuck. I guess. Should not compare uh, an outburst of anger to one of the largest cases of human casualties uh, in history. I have to wonder if at the point he was like in a relationship with an Asian woman, and that's where it came from. 
Because, mm. I mean, like, it's such a weird fucking mm. line. And, like, also in one of the... What is it? Hang on. Let me, let me find it. I'm just going to look up that line again. Okay, never mind. It's a different... Uh... Okay. It's not quite the line, but okay. it's still, like, it's just... It just sucks. Yeah. I hate the song. <laughs> but no, uh, it's it's just dumb. No, dumb. for if 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 you don't like this song, I understand. I unfortunately do enjoy this song, minus those <laughs> lyrics. <laughs> Up next, S- swear to God, if I ever were to sing this song, changing the age. <laughs> And finding a way and to nothing change the else. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, no, no. We're not talking about uh, changing, you know, Hiroshima. <laughs> I don't know if Nagasaki works the same. Uh, oh, my God. Get out of my house. <laughs> After this episode. All right. Uh, we're, we're coming. We're coming to the, 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 the end. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Sorry, my brain glitched. Yeah, you're doing great. Sorry about that. This is track 12. think about that song well i don't know about what i think but what i know okay is that this is a cover really this is a cover song oh the original song is cry little sister by uh gerard mcmahon i don't know who that is it was on the soundtrack for the lost boys oh okay i checked it out earlier um it is i think the lost boys was from like the late 80s so it has the feel of a late 80s song that is in a movie and wants to have rock in it, but doesn't really have rock. <laughs> um, and it also got covered uh, just last year or 2018? 2018, 2018 uh, by Marilyn Manson. Huh. Uh, I actually like this version way better than both. 
I haven't heard either of the other ones. Yeah, there's multiple cover versions of this, but I just checked out those ones because they were the most pr- like prominent ones. Obviously, the original and uh, Marilyn Manson's from two years ago. Um, I'll have to go listen to this. But like in the original version, um, the part that we hear in the background in the chorus is actually uh, it's it's children. Hmm. Um, whereas here, it's it's uh, an adult woman, and I actually think that. Her vocals sound better. Than I think the it kids. I I, I can see like, why they would use like the children yeah, yeah. in the original version, but I think that this one sounds better. I wonder if they just have a dedicated person who does that because she sounds like the person who does that for every ICP song on this. No, <laughs> no, it's it. This is a different person because I've never seen her name because I thought it was somebody else who we'll see more um, starting in I believe two thousand four. Um, there's a specific woman who uh, will be featured on much more of their stuff. Um, but this, this song is, is pretty cool. It's a really fucking good track. Um, and they the do drops alter, are really good. They alter lyrics, obviously, to be more juggalo oriented. They mentioned right now. I need they, to go back and read the, and look at the original lyrics because <laughs> nonsense. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Lots of nonsense here. Um, cause like they bring up uh, ringmaster, they bring up Malenko. Yeah, like straight up, like it's it, this is a cool song though. Um, so for for them choosing a song to cover, um, as obscure as the song is, because again, I've never heard it, but I've never seen the Lost Boys, That's so I, I wouldn't have it's known got that for Sutherland in it. Yeah. That's all I know. Yeah, same. same. <laughs> same. Used to work with somebody who really loved Kiefer, Kiefer Sutherland. <laughs> <laughs> um. But no, I think this is a really, really cool song. I really uh, like the verse and how it has like the MGS3 caution music in it. It's fucking <laughs> rules. Um, like, it, it is really like Harry Gregson Williams as fuck. <laughs> and this is honestly one of the times on the record where Sin on the chorus, where he's holding out a sustained note, because this song is a little bit slower than some of the other ones where he would normally do that. It still sounds good. Oh, yeah. Like, he doesn't sound like a strainer or anything. So no, you can I, hold it. No, he's I like singer. it. I like it. This is a pretty cool song. And again, this is one that I used to skip a bit. Um, but I, I actually do enjoy it a lot now. So, it's a cool song. It, it rocks. Um, again, just nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, fuck it. I'm just going to look it up right now. Oh, you're going to look it up while we play the next song, which is Slam! Guess what? You heard half the song right there. Yeah. Uh, this song is not even two minutes long. Um, this was the other song that was featured on the Hatchet History uh, compilation. Oh, really? Um, so, yeah, those are my introductions to Zug Island uh, 
aside from what was featured on the Wraith. I feel like I need to highlight something that we've heard before, but every time I hear it, I have to giggle a little bit. Suffocate. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, did you know that Violet J wrote this? (laughs) I mean, I think he sang that too, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. It's not just that he wrote it, it's that he sang it. Right, but we've heard Suffocate on another ICP. Well, no, I, I think he just doesn't know how to pronounce it. Or maybe he just is creating the term. I don't think that's the suffer and suffocate. No, I suffocate. Just, I think he just pronounces it though. to suffer while you suffocate. Anyway, this has like that like old school MIDI Doom track style, yeah. which I can dig. And so here is the point where I want to talk about the it's, fact that Jay wrote this. This could have been the intro of the album, though. I don't know. It doesn't quite land. Oh, as hard. that could open up a the, pit. The MIDI doesn't slam enough. Live, it could because they'd be doing live instruments and stuff like right. that. But on this, eh, hmm. so here's the thing: I I wrote my notes under the impression that Jay did not write all of these songs. Ah, I assumed that I don't figure it's just Sin or whatever. He was the only person I knew. <laughs> Again, I didn't know who was in this band or that you know it wasn't just him. To be honest, so. What I said was, he's very vague when he makes carnival references. Like, I get it was Jay's idea, but at this point, almost all six were out, and he surely had a better idea what it was about by then. Right. So my takeaway from this is, Jay didn't know what the fuck the whole carnival thing was about (laughs) at this point, after writing all fucking six albums. (laughs) So that's why it made it just much more confusing. And again, whenever in Cry, where it's just like, I just wrote some things. I wrote the names of some of the Joker's cards. Mm-hmm. It's me, Sin, with a crayon. But no, it was Violent J holding the crayon all along. <laughs> what color was the crayon? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, you were going to talk about Cry and the lyrics, lyrical differences between... Yeah, did you find... Okay, so... Uh... Uh, firewall rise. Last firewall rise. Behind the scenes, remasters rise. Uh, immortal f- uh, black household rock. Blind boys don't lie. It's a fun house. Okay, so carnival. Okay. Uh, immortal fear. That voice so clear. Okay. Uh, through broken walls. That scream I hear. That's like a original. Uh, oh no, no. Okay. You, you they, that, yeah. yeah. Okay. So yeah, of course. <laughs> Blue masquerade. Clown masquerade. Yeah. Uh, Strangers look on. What a fucking idiot. Yeah. <laughs> when will Christ they learn Jay. this loneliness? Okay, that's it. Temptations, heat. Beats uh, like a drum, but he places it with Malenko's work for whatever reason. Okay, deep in your veins, I will not lie. Deep in your soul, you count. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah, they, they just wrote nonsense, is what they did. <laughs> Whoa, wait, bridge. My Shangri-La. I can't forget why you were mine. What the fuck? It's almost like it's a term outside of fucking Juggalo shit. It's very true. Yeah, because uh, Shangri-La, a fictional depiction of heaven based on Chinese lore from the perspective of British author James Hilton, is said to be inhabited by human beings that are almost immortal, living hundreds of years beyond the normal lifespan and very slowly aging in appearance. Shambhala. Interesting. I mean, I've heard of Shangri-La, like, pre- like aside from ICP, but I did not know, like, where it was yeah. used from. Uh, so, anything. Anyways, Slam. 
Da-da-da. Da-da-da. I love the boys be boys. Um, <laughs> there's nothing else literally about the song. It's two minutes long. It's fast-paced. It's pretty fast. Yeah. And cool. It's got that cool cool synthy sound and the and the uh, electronic drums and all that. Like I said, MIDI doom. Like, I wouldn't have minded if this was longer, but it's short and sweet, so it's it's fine. Yeah. If they play this live, if this was literally their opener, it's gonna be enough to, like, get people fucking moving. Yeah. Let's open this fucking pit up! I would still open up Doom and play E1M1 and that track first, because... It also has the MIDI guitar solos. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think that we're done with Slam. It's I think time. That this is the last track. This is Simplicity. Featuring ABK, Blaze Your Dead Homie, and Jamie Madrox. It's my mind explicit, because I hang with a sick. A frozen tear. This ain't hell, but I'd rather be there. Spiderweb makes it hard to move. Death away, yet I have nothing to prove. Twisted soul in my mental game. Simplicity. So this is a track mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. we have different writers on it. I would assume. Yeah, everybody wrote their own verses. <laughs> yes, except for Sin. <laughs> yes. Well, every rapper on this uh-huh. has way more focus than Sin does. <laughs> <laughs> um, and this song is named after him. I, I. Uh, I agree with Madrox and Blaze, uh, who appears uh, at mm-hmm. the end. Um, ABK's is still, like, a little bit more obscure. It took me a while to try and figure out legitimately what this song was actually about until I was staring at the fucking lyrics. <laughs> um, but I guess it's just questioning if what we consider to be sins actually matter, like, once you're dead. Like, they said, he says something about um, if the book he holds, like, if, if he'll burn or something. And I'm assuming he that's implied to be, like, the Bible. Like, if I, if, if I do stuff that they say is bad in this, mm. is that actually going to matter when I die? Like, am I, is it going to have any consequence? Yeah. You know? And Blaze's verse, I think, is the most, like, actually spot on with that, where he's talking about... Oh, you're telling me, like, I can't go and, you know, 
meet up with this hooker, like, no, there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> or the fact that, like, I, like, have guns or something at, like, the drug deals or something along those lines. Yeah. It's, it's like, his is the most, like, on point with that. Um, Madrox just has a line that I fucking really like at the end. Oh, that's a really good one. Um, you know, the, the children... Need a pillow when they go to go yeah. To when they go sleep. to when they go to fucking sleep, like yeah. <laughs> the way he says it, I love the enunciation. It's it's great. Um, he's he's talking about you know people people living on the fringes of society, uh-huh. scraping by with what the rest of people throw away, right? Um, but sins versus fucking nonsense. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, they don't make sense. There's at at all. I'm sorry. Sorry, I'm not sorry. There's a member of Twisted on this, and he doesn't even Twisted it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's good. Um, You know what? This is it. This is is Jay removed from the mythology of the Dark Carnival. You know? I mean, he still tries to throw it in here and there, but I mean... This is him largely removed from that. Not writing in a you know, in with that that framing as much. I mean Okay, when he's writing for somebody else, yes. Generally. There are some instances where it happens. Hmm. But like his verse on um Small Town, mm-hmm. he straight up mentions like Dark Carnival stuff. Uh, I know he does in this, but, but what but, I mean is like but as in, he's still trying to fit it in with Dark Carnival stuff. Yeah. But much less so for the a, a lot of the other songs yeah. as a whole. He just wanted to make a rock album. Right. Because, um, I mean, he also did that with Cry and Slam, but again, it's just... Right, yeah. He barely knows what he's doing with his references to the Dark Carnival yes. in this. <laughs> um, this. This song, I honestly, like rarely listen to it. It's it annoys me because um if you find the album on like YouTube music or any other like streaming services, it says featuring Drive By and Jamie Madrox. Oh, and that just annoys me because I don't <laughs> see this as drive by. I see this as Blazed at Homie and ABK as their separate entities. Um I know I know it doesn't matter to you. It matters to me. Um but um I honestly, like, rarely listen to this song, uh, which is weird, given that I like all the other artists on it, so I'll probably listen to it more from this point on, and still be like, what the fuck were they thinking when they wrote this? Can you imagine, like, a hundred years from now, whenever there's, like, a, like, a completely new race of people on this earth who are, like adapted to whatever fucked up world we leave? Oh, yeah, whenever the world is... And they dig up, like... They dig up the remains of, like, the internet and stuff, and... Are we not going to have the internet in a hundred years? I mean, who knows? If things collapse, you never know. If this survives a hundred years, delete my search history. And so they start finding things, and they're like... And they find this song, but they find it Simplicity featuring Drive-By and Jamie Madrox, and they're like, huh, interesting, there are three people rapping on this in addition to the band... Which one is drive and which one is buy? I you. You have anything else on this one? No, but I do have a timestamp. I do as well. 
Got yeah. 348? I put 347. Cool. Might want to also put that up. No, because I need to skip to it. Shut the fuck up. I know, up. but put your goddamn volume up. No, because I needed to start the fucking track for a second. Shut up, I know how to run my goddamn audio. <laughs> You're so salty. Jesus Christ. My goodness. I work with you. I am known by none and feared by many. Known by none? By many! What? You heard me. Known by none and feared by many. Alright. Half the lies I tell are not true. God, that's fucking dumb. That's the outro to the album. I lost it when I first heard that. I love that, and I'm going to start saying both of those <laughs> phrases in casual conversation. Um, and I can't wait to confuse the fuck out of people. I don't know who he was talking to. Sounded like Shaggy on the second part of it. It really does. But I think it might be Mike P. Um, but yeah, just the way he says, God, it's fucking dumb. It sounds just like Shaggy. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So... Guys, that was Cracked Tiles. Yeah, that's some Zug Island for you. What'd you think about the album overall? It's okay. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I like some of the stuff on it here and there, but uh, overall, it's not my thing. Mm -hmm. Like, just stylistically, like, I, I don't know. I'm just not into it in, on... So, some of the stuff, some of the, like, standout ones, the, you know more different ones, like, you know, your dreams and always and stuff like that. Those interest me probably a lot more than the rest of the album does. Mm -hmm. And the, which is the rest of the album sounds more like what they're aiming for right. and their sound. So, I mean, like, I don't know. I just don't, it just doesn't grab me too much. Like cry was really cool. And now I have to go listen to two other versions of it. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. That's, it was all right. I think, I think it was a it was an okay like debut. Mm -hmm. I, I feel like they could have done better. <laughs> no, that's fair. I think <laughs> I don't want to be too harsh on it, but no. you know, it's, it's I asked for you. your I asked for your opinion and you gave it, and I'm not gonna fucking berate you for it. Go on. I I legitimately think that because we did hear a little bit of what Zug Island was capable of uh, because of the wraith. Mm -hmm. Um, it did have some expectations because the stuff where we heard, like, rock stuff on the Wraith, we were like, this is fucking good. Crossing the Bridge is really fucking tight. Crossing the Bridge is good. Uh, Con Candy and Popsicles. It's pretty good. They do the chorus on that. Yeah. It's fucking great. Um, so I think we did have some high expectations. And given that those songs that Zagan was featured on there, which had much heavier rock, and on this one, only about half the songs really have that feel to it. Um, now, granted, people had already heard uh, "Fly." They had a really good potentially song. already heard "Sunny Day" and "Slam" as they got uh, "Hatchet History." Um, again, I think that there were some expectations for it that you may not have been into, and you also got to consider Juggalos may not necessarily have been into rock music at all. Oh yeah. So having Violent J have such a an influence on the album, aside from just writing it, but even being featured on so many songs, yeah. Um, was I think something that was going to help? Like, I mean, it's, it's a draw attention. to it. Oh yes, definitely. But it, it's a draw to it that I don't feel would keep people there <laughs> after they heard it. But I, per yeah, se, right? But at the same time, I mean, look at 
at most tasteless. Whenever it got re-released, there's a big fucking sticker on it that says featuring five tracks with Insane Clown Posse. Yeah. When almost half the songs have them, and you have to display that prominently, that's going to do something. It's going to okay. help sell albums. Yes. Um, I don't mind the record, and I do think that it actually does a very good job of its pacing. Um, it doesn't bog down with too much of the faster, heavier stuff, and then so much of the slower and somber ones. The only time we'll really get that is Dreams and the River back-to-back, and that's not a bad thing. No. Like, it's it's in the middle, which is kind of a lull, but then it brings it back up in speed for Small Town. Like, I think they did a good job of the pacing of the record, and it's having a good alternation between what's heavy and what's not. The fact that it's almost a complete, like, split in half of those two styles yeah. is, I think, what would throw people off. But overall, it's... it's. I enjoyed it. I mean, I generally listen to albums three times, if I can, for our listens. I did four on this. Um, and I wasn't burned out on it or anything. No. So I I'd be interested in hearing this band with a different writer. Well... <laughs> Zug Island did release a second album on Psychopathic Records. Oh. Uh, it came out in 2004, I believe. Um, and if I remember correctly, Jay has almost or none at all involvement in oh. it. Interesting. Now, I only listened to that album, like, once. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I didn't care for it then. However, given how my taste of music have changed over the number of years... Um, that album, 333, I actually got before I got this one, and I didn't care for it as much back then. I might like it more now. I don't know. Um, but I think that Sim might have been the primary uh, writer for that album. Interesting. So, we'll come to it eventually, and, uh, and I we'll can't, see. I can't get... Okay, there we go. Wikipedia finally loaded, so I can actually see the, uh, who's, who the you know, personnel on it is. Oh, Mike P's like always with them, I guess. Oh yeah. He's, he stayed with, with that through the whole thing. Oh yeah. He was the guitarist. Well, yeah, but that doesn't mean anything. They could get a different person. You don't fucking know. Oh, was... there was a break in that. Hmm. From 2004 to 2012, they mm-hmm. did not have Mike P. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yep. Um, so yeah, like I said, the son oh, of rock, Joey V was yeah. their lead guitarist. I, Hmm. <laughs> um, but was that during the recording of that album, or was it after that? I don't album? know. That's yeah. why. Uh, so, Three Thirty Three was in two thousand four, so that's like the last thing that Mike P did before. Okay, over, I would assume. Well, we'll find out. We'll find out when we get to that album. Um, so yeah, Crack Tiles not a, not a terrible album, but you know, if you're not into rock music or this style of rock, rather. I can see why you skip it. What are your three? Uh, let me think. I didn't prepare for this. <laughs> um, uh, cry always. Uh, mm, mm. Uh, mm. Oh, that's a tough one. Probably prison song. Mm-hmm. Probably those. Yeah. Okay. I am also gonna pick always. Fly is like a close one. I know. I, I was like, I was like, you can't say fly. It's okay. We didn't we didn't talk about it here, but it's still a fucking great song. Yeah, I think I already put it on the uh, it was top on of the. Uh, I think I put it in my, my one of my top three and on. It was it was a brown person. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna go with always as well. 
I will... I think I'm going to add Sunny Day. And then it's either... It's either Prison Song or Small Town. I'll go with Prison Song. It's it's a fun one. So that is Sag Island Crack Tiles. Um, let us know what you guys think of this record. Yeah. Um, you can hit us up on various social medias. You can hit us up on Facebook. Juggalo Jug. <laughs> I stopped paying attention to you while you were talking. I was like, oh, he's going into this? Okay. Let me get let me get all in my head again You can quick. hit us up on Twitter. At Juggalo Judgment. You can hit us up on Instagram. At Juggalo Judgment. You can send us an email. Juggalo Judgment at gmail.com. You can hit us up on our personal Twitters. I am at Schmeeve. And I'm at Mike Spawn the SEJ. Um, we will be back in two weeks. And if I did the uh, lookups correctly... Uh, our next uh, our next venture will be into another new artist. A new one. Another new one with their debut. We've heard him before. We uh, may have just heard I him. I think I know who it is. We may have just heard him on the last track. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. Can't wait to listen to that blazer, honey. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, look forward to hearing that. Uh, we will see you then. Again, thanks always for, uh, for checking us out and listening. Uh, we really appreciate it. And as we do at the end of every episode, it's about time to finish, finish your fagos. Nice to close up a bit. Same. Peace. Have a good one, y'all.